doing this. <laughs> Did you hit record on that, by the way? Yeah. I like this a lot. <laughs> yeah. That that is uh, something where uh, I feel like if we could find like just the right beat for that, right? Yeah, we should totally use that as our like base introduction. Yeah. Holy shit, that'll be fantastic! I was just getting into it. I was like, oh yeah. fuck, that's that that's fan- that's great. <laughs> we don't even need a hook. There, there's also ones where uh, it it doesn't like change it to sound like we're rapping mm. and it'll just be like playing back your voice <laughs> holy crap that was great like it wow I, it actually I, made it sound like we had rhythm i know yeah. like that thing like it, it 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 was great it was awesome i like how it just cut out all the unnecessary fat <laughs> I, I like how uh, it turned uh, uh david's intro into the chorus welcome to what's up with that bro <laughs> welcome to what's up with that bro that was fantastic oh my god all right all right that, that was that was great i yeah. really like that I, I hope like, that uh, you were able to decode our rap so that you know which episode that you are listening to. Uh, the second part of, uh, what was the thing called again? I uh, forgot. Uh, through the Looking Glass. Yeah, through the looking yeah glass. part two of Through the Looking Glass. And uh, there was actually people looking through glass in this episode. Yeah. Where? where? I, I don't know, man. I was in the, uh, out in some parts. The submerged. Oh, fuck. Okay, yeah. Part. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where uh, the dude with the hand grenade was looking through the glass at Charlie. And then after he blew it up, Charlie was looking through glass at Desmond. Oh, that was very... Yeah, yeah, I could see that. Yeah, you know what? I didn't even take note of those literal references. They It was literal. They threw it in there. <laughs> but mm-hmm. Actual people looking through glasses. Uh-huh. Yeah, you get like Mikhail and then, you know, um, Charlie. Was that the dude's name? Mikhail? Mikhail, yeah. yeah. And he was a dude, he was like the polyglot. He sounded kind of French. Yeah, he they make him more. He's like a polyglot on the show, where mm-hmm. uh, his character can speak several various languages and all this kind of stuff. And yeah, I mean, we've seen him in the Flash Sideways. I think he, he was the translator for when they went to uh, when they had um, Jin, Jin yeah, locked up right. in that freezer. Yeah, inside yeah. there. Yeah, I and even he got shot in the eye. That's yeah. right. Yeah. yeah, that was like that was the end of him uh, in the Sideways, as he still died. Oh. Getting shot in the he eye. was shot in the eye in the sideways reality. Yeah. Oh, that's poetic. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, good job, Lindelof. Yeah, good job, guys. You guys really came through with that. Yeah, because when you see him, when you see him show up in the episode, you're like, wait, he's got both eyes. That's not right. <laughs> yeah, this doesn't. Something seems off about this. Mikhail never had both his eyes. <laughs> I would. I want to believe that his his missing eye was like waiting for him in the afterlife. <laughs> he lost it again. Mm-hmm. Like ah, oh, now I gotta do this one more time. 
to set up to a sequel that nobody wanted. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I love I love all the finales on Lost because mm. it's always just like this. I, I, there's barely been a finale that we've covered on this show that I haven't felt incredibly like excited by and happy with. Right. It, it, like there hasn't been too many false starts. Like the show in itself, there's there's a few episodes you know throughout the season where there's some lulls and and all that kind of stuff. But you know, I think that's just typical of of a show like this that's being broadcast on TV. It has to hit all these points and be so many things to so many people, or maybe not. And maybe it's just uh, it's just people fulfilling an order for episodes, you know, or or that kind of thing. But it. Not all the episodes are great, but the finales especially, they it seems like they've gone through great pains to make the finales more exciting and fun to watch. So, And this, we kind of see a lot of it, which I guess is the whole season's payoff of of them moving all these characters around between the beach and the hatch and all these different spots. But we're kind of launched into this season finale, and there's a full-on war going on between two factions. We got... Um, we have our, our, our beach losties, our, our Oceanic Flight 815 folk, and then we have the others, who, which at this point is supposed to be Ben's people. And um, we come to know that there are seven people that they snuffed out, or the, the island, or the flight, Oceanic Flight 815 people snuffed out seven of Ben's people, according to Ben, what he says in this episode. But yeah, shit's getting real. Like People are dying in this episode, yeah. like, and that happens all the time, but in this finale, it feels... I don't know, it feels different. I just maybe it was just because the because Hugo knocked somebody out with that van. I wasn't <laughs> yeah. expecting that. I totally I, forgot that Hugo has killed a man. He's killed a guy. Like like he he after he gets off the island, there's that scene that he has with his mother back in the real world, right? Where he's just like a lot of bad things happen, yeah. you know. But I totally forgot that he did kid to do with his car. Yeah, I always thought that he was it. like the the unabashed innocent that like they kept him that way. But yeah, it looks like he. Lost his innocence card in this episode. Did he ever have sex on the show? Um, uh, I don't know. Well, we I haven't seen it, so I think we've seen it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how much we can talk about, but I don't. I don't. I don't remember. Honestly, I don't think we I saw remember. him in the flash sideways. He he falls in love with Libby, but I don't think they spend the night together. No, they have like a they go out on a date and they're like yeah. having a date on a beach or something, right? In a mm-hmm. Mexican restaurant too. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. No, I was just wondering because you're like. Uh, talking about like oh he lost his innocence and I'm just like oh <laughs> uh, maybe it's the kinds of shows that I watch as compared to the kinds of shows that you watch but you're like he's murdered a man he's lost his innocence and I'm like wait what when did he fuck somebody that's hilarious yeah that is kind of true yeah like it always is used for that yeah murdering a man is a lot like like having sex for the first time yeah well when you when you murder a man for the first time yeah yeah, I, I I don't know about you guys, but you know, like you know how it is when you murder, and then you just you're really nervous. Right. I don't know if I can. And you're sleepy afterwards. Yeah, exactly. I don't know if I can. I, I don't Some know how long I can stay Some of us have to up. wait, and pay for it, <laughs> kill our first man. <laughs> uh, you just go to like a preserve where they're just like they're housing a bunch of. You know what? That'll be great. Somebody should get into international waters, open up a game preserve, but the preserve is all like, you know, corrupt bankers and bad judges. <laughs> you just go out there and, you know, it's like you're picking out of a lobster tank, but you can just yeah. choose any corrupt individual. Oh, you get to hunt down the... You get to hunt down. Yeah, sorry. I don't know if, if everybody knew where I was going with that. But yeah. I thought like, it was a place for the bankers to be hunting well, the most dangerous game. I thought you were going to fuck the bankers. Well, you, <laughs> you know what? It's all 
this this preserve is on is in national international waters. Yeah. I think it's a it's an anything goes kind of situation. Oh, okay. It's like purge. <laughs> it's like the purge, but forever yeah. on open water. Mm-hmm. We need to get to like we need to get this script up yeah. and going, you guys. This That's is... basically Waterworld. <laughs> this is Waterworld. But yeah, we... where you can kill bankers or fuck them or drink your own pee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or grow gills. Yeah. And then be slighted for a mutation or whatever. <laughs> but yeah. I... Maybe you can find a child actor with a map. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who later goes on to uh, become one of the most, like, I shouldn't say most iconic. She had a role in, like, Napoleon Dynamite for, like, a hot minute. Uh, that actress. I can't remember yeah. her name. She was, I think, the female lead, the one that Napoleon was trying to get. Anyway, this is mm. neither here nor there. But um, but I don't know. Like Getting back into what this episode was, how did you guys feel about the events of this episode overall? It was exciting. It was... Uh, I feel like every finale that we're watching, I like more and more. I'm not like... I love all the finales because I started with the series finale, right. which I did not love. <laughs> but... Every, every successive season, the finale seemed to be getting better. Yeah, because I feel like the stakes, they're not as high, but they feel more They're more important. personal. Yeah. It, also, too, um, I remember my first run with the show. And um, at this point, there's so much. We already know how the show ends and how the series ends and what ha- all the events that happen after this. Mm. But, like, I remember watching it the first time around. And as an audience member watching the show... Uh, and the way it was presented it there is it's so frustrating because there is no way for you to know who really to root for or i guess you can kind of unless you just if you if you throw i don't know about this but if you throw logic to the wind and you're just kind of going emotionally you're gonna emotionally identify with uh with whoever and in this case i think most people are kind of um they're following jack and these crews and these are our heroes that Mm -hmm. we're following um but in the end, like, I, I mentioned this on the last episode that we did. Like, in the end, like, John Locke ends up being correct in his method. Well, not necessarily methods, but, like, his... Like, he said that they were supposed to stay on the island, which they were. And they did. Um, well, he did for at least a time. And then he ended right. up leaving. But, but like... Yeah, but um, he had to leave and die. That was his whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. And he never comes back, yeah. like, ever until the flash sideways. And then we get a real John Locke again, but... But yeah, like, um, John Locke is ultimately correct, but I don't think he's ever, he never really gets to, to, um, I don't know if the word is bask, but he doesn't get to, like, reflect on how right he was. I don't know if that's yeah, a thing. because nobody believes him until yeah. it's too late. Yeah, that's, that's correct. All, like, the whole conceit of the show is still, you know, um, what these characters are not saying to each other, all of which... Could have been like, because I think at this point, even as an audience, I don't think we were aware of who those freighter folk belonged to or what their purpose was. But Ben does, and he doesn't offer that information up to Jack during their little side talk thing. And Ben's, we've all, we all know that he's a he's a manipulator and a liar all the time. So you, you don't know if he's telling Jack the truth or not. Yeah. Even if he had coughed up all of the information on it, if he had told Jack, look, the people on that ship are not going to save you. They were sent here by Charles Widmore to kill all of you. Mm. Jack probably still wouldn't have believed him. You know what? No. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, I think you're 100% right. Like, I guess he knew what information to offer up. And during their conversation, Ben's main thrust to Jack was, this is about your survival. This is about your survival and the survival of all the people that you have in your company. So, like, um, like I guess... 
Ben was trying to appeal to him based on that versus, you know, like giving him all the all the intricacies and details. But, I don't know. That's that's us being generous with the show. I mean, I, I think honestly, at this point, the show still didn't know what it was or what this freighter was. Mm-hmm. I think they liked writing themselves into corners and then figuring it out later. But uh, that's that's my opinion. I, I don't know if that yeah. was the case or not. Well, I feel like they definitely exist the season finale. So it's like, OK, we're going to leave this question hanging there. Like, are these creator folk going to be good or bad? We don't know. And so then you can let the fans stew on that for six months, and then we'll we'll figure it out when we start writing the next season. Yeah. Who these people are supposed to be, which makes me like think about the next season, the mm. season four. That was like what four days? Yeah, it was very short. Yeah, it only covered the whole season covered yeah just a few days. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, so between Naomi getting stabbed in the back. And them um, unjamming the signal that that was that was uh, preventing her from using her phone. And then what was the season four finale? The season four finale is when the the freighter blows up. That's right. Yeah. Oh, that's right. The freighter blows up. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah. And so then, I mean, they uh, they put Saeed and and Desmond on the helicopter and they fly back to the freighter and then they're there for like a day. I don't know. They're there for multiple nights. So. Oh yeah. Was it multiple nights? I don't think so. I want to say it was like one. Yeah. Yeah, oh, they're, they're gone for like a little bit of time. Like, got a, I guess it got a little distorted based yeah. on what, what was happening yeah. on island and all. That makes it hard to tell. And we could look it up, but yeah, I think <laughs> two to four days sounds right for the whole season. I don't know. My um, one of the things that I, I really did like is we get a chance to. Um, this is a Jack centric episode. He mm. goes back to. Um, well, he goes to a funeral parlor. And we, we all know who's in that casket. I don't think the audience knew uh, at the Jeremy time. Jeremy Bentham. Jeremy Bentham, uh, which is who that um, later on in a future episode, I don't think it's c- covered here, but I think Kate even says, you come to me with an obituary for Jeremy Bentham. So, like, um, guess we were supposed to know that it was an obituary because he ends up at the funeral home and we don't know who it is, but she knows that someone has died. You know, and I got to say, this is something that I was thinking about during the course of this episode is like props to the actors. Cause like, you know, what's interesting is um, I still feel like there's some kind of congruency between what they were portraying on screen. Um, and then it, it fell in line with how the series ended, you know, or mm-hmm. like uh, as the previous, you know, like it, it, it's hard because they don't know what the, the end game of the story is unless maybe like Carlton Cuse and Damon and love pulled them off to the side and said, okay, we're shooting for the series to end on this um but there's a lot that we can fill in but yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of that stuff like um but but i don't know how much they knew but they did they did act the shit out of that script like for this finale and all that stuff and it's it all still jives with how the series ended i think with the way the characters were motivated and all that stuff which is fun because oftentimes like for shows like this by the time you get to the end like I guess it does change a little bit, but, you know, it goes from, like, I want it to be, like, a chef to, like, now I'm the president of the United States. You know, you see shows like that. But then, like, in this case, they all still had, well, they kind of tied it back as much as they could, which is interesting, which is, um, you know, this island is looking for a guardian. But fortunately enough, they didn't, like, they didn't, they didn't, there wasn't an issue where a lot of that stuff kind of got messed up. I think at the very least, like, we see in this, this flash a flash forward to Jack being all drunk and beardy and, and telling Kate, hey, we have to go back. Well, that tells us the audience, like, oh, they, those two at least made it off the island and they need to go back. So that we know at least that much is what basically the whole rest of the series is. 
I think that uh, it's really interesting what they did with the uh, the flash forward part mm. uh, with uh, Druggy Jack, uh, because when the doctor talks to him and he says, "Go ahead, call my father, bring him down here. If he's drunker than I am, you can fire me." Yeah. And I'm like, wait, but wasn't like the whole premise of why Jack was on the plane? He was bringing home his father's body. Yeah. So if his dad is still alive, then this is a flashback, mm-hmm. not a flash forward. Yeah, but if he's just high and drunk enough, or has been seeing his dad's ghost, mm-hmm. I think we've we've seen that. Maybe he thinks his dad is up there, or maybe it's just he's like, "Go pull my dad's dead body out of the morgue and test <laughs> and his blood." And he's still drunker. Yeah. Interestingly enough, I have the answer for this. <laughs> There is uh, an interview with Damon Lindelof, I believe. Um, when this episode aired, this is, they said, like, um, I guess that part was supposed to uh, be, like, a, something to, to fuck with the audience. Because I think at this point, the audience, I don't think they were familiar with the flash-forward um, method of storytelling. So, um, they were only familiar with the flashbacks. So, I think for this episode... They, they they put that scene in there because they said it was reported um it was, it's been reported that when people get drunk or high they speak of dead loved ones as if they're still alive and mm. they said because there's like a there's a there's a basis for it then uh, we'll do that in the show so they did that in the show yeah. so technically um the f- like Christian Shepherd is still dead but Jack mm-hmm. is just so out of his mind high or wasted or drunk or whatever that like, he just goes, yeah, call my father down here. If he's more drunk than me, then you can fire me and all this stuff. But, like, but yeah, his, his dad's been dead for a while, in which the uh, the attending physician decides not even to touch. He just goes, yeah, yeah well, all right. <laughs> <laughs> well, he does I, ask him how much he's been drinking today. Yeah. But I feel like that that rationale is just explaining why they made this choice to, to deliberately uh, mislead the audience. Mm. They're like, oh, yeah, um... That's a, that's a thing. <laughs> I know, right? Like you just go, people do that. It's 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 been on record yeah. in the past. But yeah, that is that is very strange because like you 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 would think that was their official answer, but then I think in reality you just kind of like all right, you just kind of wanted to fuck with the guy yeah. a little bit. Yeah, just I mean, good job because at the time I I think I still thought it was a flashback. Yeah. And if you're consuming those episodes like that, where you're just like, okay, this is. The flow of the episode, we get a, we get the backstory of a character throughout the episode while this stuff is happening on island, and then you get this weird switch up where now they're off island, and Jack is meeting with Kate, who he had not met before the plane crash, and I'm like, oh okay, yeah, was, that that part oh, caught yeah. me by surprise when it was Kate that came out of the car because I was like, oh, this is a flash forward. I thought it was a flashback, and they were just the whole like the funeral thing that was supposed to be like a. Um, it was supposed mm. to be an echo that they were going to call back to with Jeremy Ventham's right. body. But it's actually, that's what it was. Mm. Yeah. That was, that was yeah. So I think, yeah, it was. Uh, it was effective even working backwards. Mm. Yeah. 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 So you felt a little confused by, by that, those parts of the episode? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, all the, all the clues were hinting to if this is pre- or a, a flashback mm. until that last scene with him and Kate. Right. Right. Yeah, I, I, and it was funny because this storytelling device, I think it, a lot of the times what Lost does, I notice, is like they'll have a storytelling device like this, and it almost kind of comes in the form of, I wouldn't say a spectacle, but it, 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 it does, it does draw your attention to it where like maybe you can, 
all the other maybe the 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 foibles of the episode or the shortcomings of the episode kind of get like maybe a little you know um hidden compared to like watching this thing unfold which is kind of neat i don't know i, I thought it was kind of fun I, I really liked what they did and i thought they pulled it off in terms of the flash forward thing even though we are watching it backwards and we know about the flash forwards already mr friendly died yeah, yeah. tom's gone except that he comes back next season yeah oh, and yeah, a flashback i love that the show did this because like there are so many characters that people liked and cared for yeah. and then like i remember one of the fun things about this show is like even after the character died on island like you you would still kind of be like oh maybe they could still come back and then you kind of got accustomed to seeing that happen and we see that happen a lot like mm. we get charlie um in the finale episode of season six you know what i mean and he died in this episode like three seasons yeah. prior so it's always kind of neat to see what characters come yeah. back because we see charlie in the next episode the season premiere for season four we see his ghost talking to yeah yeah you go mm. not too yeah i was sleeping during that part <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it, it's yeah. It, i do like how the show kind of um worked that angle wow. and it was it was such fun storytelling at the time because like um i don't know there's 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 a bunch of other hit shows and i don't know what other shows were big hits in around that time like 2006 2007 desperate housewives maybe yeah that sounds right yeah that sounds about right and like that was that was another great uh, primetime drama but I, I really did feel that that lost kind of they they were they were doing a lot to like change storytelling at that time yeah because it was it was amazing i don't know at the time it was crazy now it seems like um the world that we live in now it, everything is so specific and you know yeah. you can you can there's a there's an audience for everything so you can make you can tell these stories that you want to tell and you can make them hyper specific whereas lost was kind of doing that and also like changing their storytelling format at the time and also you had all these characters that you're interested in and wanted to know about like sawyer shot a dude you know what i mean and you, mm -hmm. you kind of know who the dude is that he shot and even though he's supposed to be like a minor bad guy like we're aware of this guy it's just yeah. he's like he's on our radar yeah. tom friendly you know i th i think that without lost we wouldn't get any sort of like epic storytelling like a lot of the things that we look at now that are like considered to be like really good television uh you know lost like i don't want to say it paved the way for it but it was certainly like a trailblazer in terms of uh, look at how popular this shit is assholes <laughs> that's true thanks to lost we have like solar flares in star trek and star wars <laughs> lens flare yeah solar flares why did yeah. i say solar flares lens flares because <laughs> it was in space where you expect to see a solar flare <laughs> and not a lens flare uh, that's true yeah but i think lost they definitely showed hey if you put a lot of this mystery stuff in your show in the mythology of your show then people will keep tuning in to find out what's going on yeah and we've gotten a lot of shows that kind of try to play that a lot what is that is that just world building i mean in general i guess storytelling world building well building kind of stuff hey it's making mysteries right and then having stuff that's that seems like it should have some kind of meaning so you want to find out what's going on with that i see yeah yeah, yeah. i don't know what that's called i guess it's yeah I, I yeah what is that called i don't know oh Losting it. <laughs> yeah. You like, guys uh, really did lost it nah. for making, this show. Making things that are meaningful or making things that seem meaningful? Seem meaningful. Because a lot of the mysteries on the show, they end up being kind of mad. Mm, yeah, that's true. And a lot of the mysteries don't even get solved on the show. Yeah. They just get dropped. Do we you know? know who programmed Good Vibrations into <laughs> that keypad? It was a musician. He was a musician. 
Because so. I feel like that could be one of those things where Lost just throws it out there and you're like, oh, that seems like it might be important and never gets touched upon again. I, you know, well, it never got touched upon again. It did. Well, I know it never <laughs> got touched upon again, but it might have gotten set up previously oh. that I didn't see. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know, man. It's got to be like, you know, certain shows, there's like, I guess they have people on staff that they call continuity experts, right? Where mm-hmm. they're just, their whole thing is just to make sure that whatever the storytelling, uh, it doesn't contradict or fuck up the previous stories that were told or whatever. Mm. So, like, Lost has, has, like, they must have had a team of continuity experts. And those guys all had to, like, it was, like, a, probably a team of them that had to, like, make sure that, oh, yeah, this doesn't, this doesn't, you know, deflate or fuck up what stories we had told in previous seasons on the show. Lost still, like, you yeah. know. I mean, they, they've dropped the ball a few times, though. That's true. Yeah, and they mentioned Charlotte, and they're talking about her background, like, the year she was born was... Five years later than she should have been born. Yeah, that's true. That kind of stuff. I wonder if if it has anything to do with the time period too, because back at this point in time, I feel like there's like there's Google and everything, but it felt like uh, I don't know, fact checking wasn't as as you know. I don't know. I, I could be totally off because like there still is fact checking. They just just drop the ball. Yeah, you, sh- you just know those things. I don't. Know. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Not everyone bats a hundred. No. <laughs> There's a side we do see Sawyer kill kill Tom Friendly in this episode. He executes him after he's surrendered. It's very uh, it's very dark. Yeah. Um. What would you guys consider this? Is this is this a cold blooded murder or just a yeah. murder or <laughs> justified? Yeah, I don't know. Like, no, I, w- I would go with how David described it as an execution. Yeah. yeah. And when he was asked to justify it, he's like, didn't believe him. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Um, that is also kind of fun for the character development of Sawyer and for like what we know of these others. Like they've, they spent their entire time on the show as this, uh, looming big bad, but they're also very duplicitous. They're not truthful. They're not truth tellers. Most of them aren't. They're very like, uh, I don't know if it's like an art of war thing or if it's just like a strategy that they're employing, you know, I don't know, but but like it seems like their whole their whole means is to deal in deception. And like Sawyer is just not having it this episode. He's all like, I don't believe any of you and your bullshit yeah. and your side winking eyeball when you say yes and you really mean no or whatever. You got your lies. I got a bullet. <laughs> Let's see what wins. Seriously, that's that's what we see happening. Poor Tom though, because he, he like over the course of the show, he, he, even though he's He's on Ben's scene. He always seems like such a like a friendly guy. <laughs> I was trying to avoid saying that, but he's still like he's no. kind of like got a sweetheartedness to him, even though he's doing some <laughs> shitty things. <laughs> but he didn't kill him, which is something to be said. Which is another thing. For uh, was that I, I'm guessing this had to be like a, a predetermined thing with uh, Ben and Tom and whoever else is part of the others were. And they are. I'm gonna call you on this walkie if I give you the option to shoot these guys. Just put three bullets in the sand. Don't kill these guys. Yeah, that, that's another one of those things that feels like oh, they did a fake out death to screw with the audience. Yeah, yeah. And you know what is weird is this is such a, I don't know. Um, this is, I guess it's a well trodden trope with the fake out death. But I remember around this time period, like it was a lot. It was a lot. It was a lot of that, even in movies and stuff. Like all the Lord of the Rings spoilers for that. Sorry, but like you see, like 
you see like a, a bunch of characters that you think are gone and then they they show up later you know and like oh there's a lot of fake out deaths happening yeah, in the 2007 2008 era, era but was there like, was a few this year in the movie i just watched huh? um, which movie that disappointed me uh oh okay yeah. <laughs> i see spoilers <laughs> all right it's it's too early for, for, for spoilers <laughs> on that but but we'll we'll get into yeah, it eventually. But if you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> and if you know what he's talking about, you can also sign a petition to have it removed from canon. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe there's a petition for that. I can't believe the kind of shit that's up on change.org. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> They'll just let anyone do this. So. We should start one to uh bring Lost back? I don't know. <laughs> do we need to bring Lost back? We could bring do, like a Do spiritual? we want to bring like all of lost back or just like certain parts like just like bring back tom friendly oh yeah let's do a spin-off of tom friendly <laughs> oh like and him his... just living in an apartment in new york yeah i just like going tom friendly's on big his, gay uh... adventure yeah <laughs> it's like a mini, like a netflix miniseries yeah it, like tom takes on new york or something yeah. like that like that's the name of the show or whatever it's like debbie does dallas but <laughs> in new york it's just him and like a uh uh, like a bespoke, beautiful man by his side all the time. <laughs> is is there a town in New York, the state that starts as an F? <laughs> there has to be. There's got to be, or um, at, at the very least, we could send him to Bed Stuyvesant or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, because well, I'm thinking friendly fucks. Because you mentioned oh, Debbie Does Dallas. Yeah, yeah you want to get that alliteration. Friendly together. fucks. Thank for Buffalo. <laughs> for Buffalo. For Buffalo, New York. Yeah. <laughs> Buffalo is what they call it for short there. <laughs> Fallo. Fallo. Uh, that's New great. New York town. While you're looking that up, um, at the beach, we do get to see Saeed finally breakdance someone's neck off. Dude! I've, uh, you know what? I've been kind of waiting for that to happen <laughs> after we got the word from Hurley. And it was, I did, it did not disappoint. Yeah. Like he just he just off the what a red shirt I guess yeah yeah, yeah. he did break dance break that dude's neck nice. break cities break. in New York that start with F Fabius Fairfield Fairhaven Fairport Falconer Fallsburg Farmersville Farmingdale Farmington Farnham Fayette Fayetteville Fenner Fenton Fine Fishkill Village. Hey David, I gotta ask you something. Yeah, what, what's up, John? I've, I've been having these dreams about Norm MacDonald. Oh, he's my favorite. Yeah, and his uh, and his 1998 masterpiece, Dirty Work. Oh, I love that movie. He told me in the dream that we need to make some kind of podcast about that movie. Well, what kind of podcast can you do about a single movie? I just got this idea, maybe. Yeah. We do something where we examine every single minute of Dirty Work. Oh, wow. That would be great. Like a Dirty Work minute. Yeah. Exactly, that's a brilliant idea. That is, we should do it. We should acquire that domain name. I will. Dirtyworkminute.com Check it out. Yeah, well, we're going to have our mm-hmm. podcast on there. And a bunch of dirty pictures. <laughs> From Dirty Work. And ourselves. <laughs> and there's also Fremont Town, Fremont, French Creek, Friendship. There's a town called Friendship. Yeah. Friendly fucks friendship. Oh shit! <laughs> Fulton what? City, Fulton, and Fultonville. I think we just like hit right. like three cherries on that yeah. jackpot, right? Mm-hmm. And if uh, listeners, if you want to hear that entire 
uh, run of Chad reading every city that starts with an F <laughs> in New York, subscribe to our Patreon and get those bonus apps. <laughs> that's great. So, that's a gig that's never going to get old. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jack does not negotiate with Terrace on, on this episode. Yeah. Period. Like, nope. Even at the risk of three lives, he's he's standing yeah. his ground. But I mean, I guess Saeed's a major character, but I mean, Bernard, he could get killed. And as long as you have either Jin or Son, I think you're okay. Yeah, yeah. You kind of didn't need both. Well, I guess you needed both maybe up until the final. Yeah, but two. I mean, in the finale, if you killed one of them, you'd be like, oh shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I think that's what happens at the end of season four. Right. Jin gets blown up on the freighter. Well, I don't remember that time period. Like, were people, did people just accept it that Jin was gone? Because I, I don't, I yeah. remember, like, I didn't accept it. I was like, I don't see a body, but I don't know. Yeah, but you didn't see anyone's body. You just saw a big explosion and then. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And because they spent so much, they put so much effort into showing Sun's reaction to it. Like, it felt like oh. he was really dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he wasn't. Yeah. Because he just, just got blown through time. Yeah. And was just hanging out with that French team or yeah. whatever. Yeah. It was another one of those fake out deaths, but this one was very... Yeah. And then yeah. they did actually kill him in uh, the season five finale. Yeah. Or, or the second to last episode or something. In season six. Sometime in season six. Yeah. It was right? It yeah. was after Saeed had, had died from blowing up the back uh, of the sub with that with that explosive. Was that in season six? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they're on a submarine. Maybe that wasn't. Oh yeah, that no, was that was season six. six. That was the smoke monster tried to kill them all with that bomb. That's right. Yeah, yeah. forgot yeah. about that. Here's another thing. I, I guess the way the show was written, and we were kind of talking about them just setting stuff up that they would pay off or not mm. uh, later in in future seasons. Like, but they had like maybe some general broad strokes. I didn't feel since we kind of opened up that can of worms with the submarine thing. I didn't feel like they set up the smoke monster through the seasons and and painted him enough like that where he was trying to draw them together because maybe we can see shadows of it on uh on the show whatever the smoke monster is trying to do but it didn't feel mm-hmm. like um it that's that part didn't come un- together until like like the sixth season yeah. when they Even were wrapping everything like up halfway through yeah and then at that point it's just it's just so would you say that prior to that the smoke monster's motivations were Hazy. <laughs> <laughs> I would I would say it was definitely a little it was a little cloudy with a chance of um whatever ticka ticka sounding that <laughs> Cloudy with a chance of ticka ticka. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um Good Vibrations by the Beach Boys. Is yeah. there any significance to that song as um, it being programmed? I mean I guess that's what they want us to, to like delve into. Yeah. Oh, I'll tell you this, it was not the Good Vibrations by Marky Mark and Punch, <laughs> which is what I was picturing in my head. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Feel the vibration. <laughs> like, imagine, like, he just goes in there with those two with those two notes, like, ding, 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 ding. No, those are more than two notes. <laughs> I don't know music, you guys. But yeah, that would be <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> just see Charlie playing the, uh, the Feel the Vibrations yeah. intro keys or whatever. <laughs> Feel it, feel it. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, that's great. Going blind and Asian guy. <laughs> oh, here's here's one thing that was the uh, might be worth mentioning on the show is um uh we get a scene with Kate and Jack after after the whole um meeting between Ben and Jack. 
mm. where Kate asked him, oh, why, why didn't you just kill him after you found out that he killed our friends? And he says, oh, because I want to see him. I want him to see us get off the island and then I'll kill him, which is it's just fine. But I don't know. I, I felt like um, like you'd probably want Ben alive because Ben is like one crafty dude and like you could kill him like and he could you could take his life. But Ben is playing this game of chess that a lot of the ones, a lot of others on the island are not as, well, they're not, they're, they're not playing that same chess game. They're playing checkers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They're playing checkers where he's playing chess. So like, even if you do kill Ben, I would imagine that Ben would have like booby traps, you know, he's got some backup plans Mm -hmm. for when you kill him. And we already know about the, the poison gas place that gets shut down by Charlotte and, and Daniel in season four. But like, yeah, like I, I would, I would imagine that um, Jack would, maybe, maybe it was just the circumstance that yeah. they were in. But then I would imagine Jack would want to keep him alive for other reasons, right. not just to see him get off the island. Yeah, I think logically that makes sense. But I think Jack, he's always feels like he's got the, uh, he's got to prove something. Yeah, he's got to prove something, and he's, he's in control. He feels like he's in control a lot of times when he's not. Mm. And so he thinks that, oh yeah, I, I can kill Ben whenever I want because uh. I'm going to get us off the island. Like I've got it now. I, I got him tied up. Like he's he's a pawn in my game now. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, that is that is that is terrible. Uh, in the sense that like you're terribly miss, yeah, you're underestimating this dude who is who's shown you up until this point that he has the ability and resources and you know the 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 mindset to like totally fuck up people's lives, yeah. which he is doing constantly on the island apparently. Next, we got uh, we got uh, Daniel Russo in this episode, or Danielle Russo. Yes, not Daniel Larusso. Right. <laughs> well, it's, it, that that ha- can't be an accident, <laughs> right? Like the the be. show creators are. They, at one point, we get like Russo sweeping the knee on this show, right? <laughs> on, on the series. I want to see that I so bad. So. Russo sweep the knee. No. But and, I don't know. Yeah, she's reunited with... Uh, Do we get to see her waxing on or off? <laughs> <laughs> we might. We we might. Oh, no, we didn't. We haven't. <laughs> she's, she's, yeah. She just got snuffed out. Um, when did when did she, Carl, and Alex die? Was, this is season four. That was four, season right? four. Yeah. Okay. It was... Um, uh, what's his name? Keeney. Yeah, Keeney. That's right. That's right. Like, she, she kind of gets an unceremonious death, but... I noticed that death comes for people on this show like that. Like nobody, nobody gets a nobody gets a long-winded. You know, um, I'm dying, so this is my my last speech or whatever mm-hmm. on the show. Like people just kind of get often, and you just never hear from them again. Russo feels yeah. like she was one of them. Alex is too, but you you get more of her story by Ben after the fact after right. she's dead. Yeah. Yeah. And you mentioned Carl too. Uh, when the people on I uh, when the plane guys meet uh, uh, Ben and Alex, mm-hmm. was that the first time that Carl met Alex? Because there was a significant uh, glance yeah. that he's I like he was looking at Alex when uh, she was introduced to uh, Daniela. Mm. Huh? I don't know. Yeah, well, it's the first time we've seen them together. Yeah. And it was confusing to me when they first saw each other, when those two groups met up, because Ben looked over at them mm-hmm. and said, oh, we haven't met. And he was talking to Naomi, but it looked like he was talking to Carl from where I was sitting. 
Maybe I was just expecting him to talk to Carl. Oh, that's interesting. It's like, hmm. I, I see that uh, you're making eyes at my daughter. Yeah. We haven't met. <laughs> right. My name is Ben. Right. Yeah. That's very interesting. But I just, I when I saw Carl give her that look, I was just like, what the fuck, dude? She's like, her, her father's gotten the shit kicked out of him right in front of her. And then she's just now meeting her mother for the first time. And you're thinking, oh, yeah, I'm going to hit that. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, oh, man, this is this is a tender moment. I think he was more so attracted to the tender moment than he was yeah. to Alex, and he just like associated her with that. <laughs> and I'm like, oh man, remember that time when we met, and you just met your mom, yeah, and then saw your dad get beat up. I mean, that's when he, when he fell in love with her. I was like, oh, your your parents aren't all uh, crazy liar evil people. There's also a, a French woman that's not one of your parents because <laughs> your family lineage is important to Carl with a K. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm, that. I don't know. That, that's a shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Your Carl. family lineage, lineage is important to Carl. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. So, I don't know, man. Like, um, when it comes to, to Carl, what was that character supposed to be? Because you could totally get by the rest of the season without without him. Maybe there's episodes that we haven't seen where he plays a role that's important. And maybe he's just the thing that motivates alex to do something you know but it's such such a weird character that kind of gets no use at the end of season three and then just gets off in season four so i guess he served whatever purpose he had previously but yeah he's just kind of there no yeah i mean he just i mean to be fair if i was carl i would also like to bone alex (laughs) (laughs) i'm not carl and i would like to bone alex Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that that Carl character just is such a strange choice. Because I guess, yeah, I guess that that probably is fine. I think they could have went another way. And eh, the show's done already. I'm not trying to rewrite it. But, like, she could have had, like, a friend or something. (laughs) Anyway, I'm rewriting even though I said it was kind (laughs) of. But, um, but yeah, it's kind of fun. And not to gloss over it too quickly, but it was kind of nice that... um, we do see Alex meeting her mom for the first time in this episode. They do take a little time to kind of, they spend a few, like a minute on that. Which yeah. Because you fun. don't, you see that re- them reunite and like they're staring at each other and, and Danielle goes to like touch her face and stuff. And like, oh, is she going to be cool with this? Or is she going to be like, get off of me? And you don't know. And like, you know, yeah. Cause, it's a sweet moment. Yeah. Because there's a moment where Rousseau is just standing there and, and I think Alex just says, has the line, what? Like she's, <laughs> She's looking at a stranger that's standing next to her and her dad or whatever, or who she assumes is her father. Um, and then, and then at this point, Ben does the, uh, does the introduction. Yeah. Um, I guess that's fine. Like, <laughs> I, I, I'm not, I'm not trying to pick too many nits for that particular interaction, but I don't know. Like, Rousseau hadn't introduced herself. Maybe she was just, Maybe not, because she already she already said right before that whole thing that she wasn't going to leave the island because there's no place for her in the world anymore. Mm. Um, maybe she, I don't know. Yeah, she didn't introduce herself. Maybe she felt she couldn't, or she felt a little too crazy or off or whatever. Or Ben does the introductions. Yeah, or she was just dumbstruck in the moment. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. There's that yeah. too. Like, oh, this is my kid. This is my daughter. I've been looking for for 16 years. Yeah, she looks just like me. Or you know, her. French father who was a yeah. scientist. She's got those blue eyes. Yeah. Those natural blue eyes. Good old natural blues that aren't in no way, shape, or form any kind of like fake lenses. <laughs> or 
that are hard to keep in place, as we saw <laughs> last season. I know. Season four. Uh, yeah. But uh, we also see uh, they go up to that radio station to turn off Rousseau's message. And that was, it had been, been playing for 16 years. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. She said a few days before Alex was born, no. she started that message. She's been playing her entire life. <laughs> Three days. Uh, oh, my she God. Said. Yeah. Like, that whole thing was playing forever or 16 years that feels like forever <laughs> if you're just listening to the same message over and over again right like at some point you just have to get really comfortable with it like all right all right so it's uh it's time to start wrapping up so i'm gonna do a quick easter egg uh easter egg corner in the very beginning where jack's driving his uh his bronco and he's drunk and he's listening to nirvana real loud that's uh it's on uh it was on uh liliha street just right around the corner from here oh yeah yeah and uh, Judy Chamness was in this episode. Oh, I didn't even catch yeah. her. Yeah. All right. It took me a while. She's not in any of like the first few shots of the group, so I'd... she's back there. She's I see. There. Oh man, like thinking about it. So she's been. She was an extra on the show for all those years. That's got to be like a fun thing, right? Like you just you're like, oh, after I finish my regular work or whatever, I'm gonna go and shoot a scene for Lost. Yeah. Where I'm just kind of in the background eating pineapples or whatever, you know. But that seems like fun. Uh, another thing that I wanted to point out since we're uh, on Easter Egg Corner mm-hmm. is uh, Charlie and Desmond, where Charlie is drowning. Uh, that, I think that they were trying to specifically call back that scene when uh, they have Charlie drive off the pier with Desmond in the car in season oh, five, I think yeah. that was. Oh. Season six and the flash sideways. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that yeah, that's right. Sense. Yeah, so we see that's uh, that's always a lot of fun, and the the show does a lot of that stuff too with the layering of uh, these similar events or or you know feelings that you would get in those particular scenarios. In that particular case, yeah, with that whole with the whole car going over the, into the pier. Yeah, it's interesting. And they also uh, they mentioned Jack's ex-wife, which is something we'll figure out. Yeah, More holy shit. At some point. Holy shit. Like, I don't... Have we got her <laughs> name checked before this episode? No. Because I do not remember. Yeah. I've never thought about her at all. <laughs> Seasons four through six yeah. are just Second like Jack's wife. Who? What? She... Yeah, he's not married. Yeah. He's married to his job or whatever. <laughs> he's <laughs> married is, to his drugs. Yeah, yeah, he's married to his drugs. I know we're wrapping up here, but real quick, like, before we, before we close out the show, it was... It was a lot of fun. We kind of glo- we didn't really gloss over, but we kind of talked about that the conversation that Ben has with Jack. But um, one of the fun things was was Ben is really good at observing Jack, and he calls him he calls him what he is. Like, what are you trying to get back to? Like, mm-hmm. what are you trying to leave this place for? Um, you know, just to get back to fixing things because yeah. you know that Jack has something. It's a it's a fun well not fun but it's a it's a good read from Ben because yeah. he knows that er, that Jack is broken everybody on the island yeah. all the members of this crashed plane are broken people yeah. but but Jack is especially broken that's why oh he's broken he just happens to find himself in the leadership role yeah and he's he's got a maid there on the island he sleeps on a beach under a piece of plane wreckage and <laughs> he's in love with a woman who's constantly running away to another man I know why would you want to leave yeah. that place. <laughs> People trying to murder him. Yeah, there's a polar bear and a smoke monster. There's all. There's a smoke monster. Why are you trying to leave, Jack? <laughs> this is where you're supposed to. Yeah. Be. When Sawyer uh, executes uh, Tom Friendly, he shoots him right in the chest, and he dies immediately, which is uh, something that we'll see 
happen to someone else later on than does not happen. Interesting. Yeah. We'll get to that in about a year. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. All right. So um, that's... Is is that all we yeah, have for yeah, our research corner? Okay, so next week we're going to be considering part one through the looking glass. So we already watched part two. So um, get ready for that. What do you think that's going to be about, Chad? Uh, through the looking glass part one. Oh, hmm. Charlie is going to get captured underwater after swimming to a place. Uh, Naomi is going to parachute in and... Uh, Jack kills seven people. Oh, okay. Jack kills seven nice. people. Nice. How? Mm, he is going to. Uh, uh, He's gonna doctor conversate <laughs> them to death. He's gonna tell them like, oh. Do you know uh, I've been here longer than you? Yeah. <laughs> he's he's going to be standing on the edge of a bridge and they're going to get into a massive <laughs> car accident. Yeah. I don't think it's with a gun. Mm. I think it's actually, you know what? I bet Jack doesn't actually kill them. I bet Jack is faced with a choice mm. and he chooses not to save Ben's people. Wow. Okay. And Ben's chalking it up as murder. When Jack's just like, look, hard choices. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe he shoots seven people. I don't fucking know. <laughs> That'd be interesting. We'll I, find think, out. I think a bunch of that probably comes to pass. So speaking of which, last week he made a prediction on the show. And uh, that uh, that came to pass. So yeah, I'm Naomi be doing something. died and Charlie died. So, uh, yeah, last week, AJ, you said you would do a little dance. We'd put it on YouTube. Yeah. We don't have a YouTube channel, so we're just going to put it on Instagram. Yeah. So, um, come look at our Instagram. You'll see me do a little dance because Chad was correct. What bro pod? Yeah. Yes. And then follow us on all of our various social media uh, things, which would be, you know, Instagram, Facebook, what bro pod? Twitter. What bro pod? And even our email. What's up with that bro podcast at gmail.com. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> so, you do any of those things, you'll get to see a. Little little dance that AG will be doing. Oh man, it's gonna be so little. Yes, yeah, if little. you uh, appreciate that little dance that AJ does, you could find him on Twitter at at any of us zero zero three. So come and find me over there, and uh, that's that's. I'll see how you can fuck with me. And yeah. uh, Dave, um, you can find me at DKJ Comedy. If you if you tag me in a tweet at AJ, he'll do a little dance and send you a <laughs> video of it on Twitter. I, I you know what? I'll commit to that. Yeah, yes, I'll do that. I will dance. I will dance my heart out um, in a little way, though. Yeah. It's just a little dance. And, uh, Chad, if you want to see you dancing, how would they do that? You wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> but you can find links to all of my social media presences on my website, negative1.net. David, how do people find you on the internet? Oh, on DKJ Comedy on Twitter. Did you already do that? <laughs> yeah. Okay. And you can find me at of 3 on Twitter. Yeah, I know dancing. that we did that one. <laughs> Chad, how can we find you on the internet? Uh, you're not going to fool me again. <laughs> Won't be fooled again. Oh, uh, perfect. Yeah, all right, everybody. That's, that's another episode in the can. You know what to do. Get lost. Get lost.